Greetings, everybody. Once again, I am the Common Sense American, and I hope you're having a good week. And I hope that you are watching the Red Wave build as we enter the midterm season, because it certainly looks like it is. Uh, gas prices are falling. Inflation might level off a little bit, but I think the damage has been done. I think people have noted that we can no longer continue in this direction. Um, and I, I want to double down on something I have mentioned a few times in the past, but now I'm going to relate it to several uh, important things uh, that are that's happening in this country today. And I'm talking about the major crises that we're facing. Uh, border crisis, health crisis being at the top of the list as far as I'm concerned, and as far as all of America should be concerned. And we always supposed to look at the causes of these. We're always supposed to look at the science and the numbers. This is what the left wants us to do. So let's do that. And when we do, we find that there's one thing that has destroyed the stability of this country. It's not a policy, but it is something that took root decades ago and has spun out of control so far that it now dictates policy. I said before that when political correctness begins to be the law of the land and begins to override logic, common sense, and facts, you get chaos and insanity. And that is where we are right now. Political correctness is the cause of our border crisis. That's a plain and simple fact. If all the people flooding over that border were all white, they were coming from Europe somehow. Like if it was just a different border, different spot, different people coming over. That border would have been secured a long time ago. And we wouldn't be talking about it. The only reason that we're in this position now is because Everybody just cries about xenophobia and racism, and that's the only reason we don't want illegals getting into this country because they don't have the majority are, are not white, and they come from an, another country, very much impoverished set of countries, by the way. But you know, we're again, that's just racism. We're not going to talk about the facts that those countries are some of the worst in the entire world when it comes to quality of living, crime, and all that sort of thing. We're not going to talk about that because that apparently too is racist. Again political correctness, overriding facts and logic. You don't want these people here. You don't want the border of our country that uh, is closest to the worst countries on the planet unprotected. You don't want that border unprotected. You need that border protected. It doesn't matter what color the people are. It doesn't matter what religion they are. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. What matters is they come from dangerous territories. What matters is that we have decades of statistics that prove that the majority of illegals who come to this country have prior criminal records or and or are on welfare and are draining the, our system from the moment they get here or are costing taxpayers countless dollars in terms of uh, health and justice, you know, getting involved with the law and, and courts and everything. And... That is just the way it is. When they ran, when Trump was in office and they were doing the re, uh, Remain in Mexico program and they were actually looking at those who were applying for asylum, DHS, Department of Homeland Security, this is not an invented number, this is their number, released a statistic that said that over 90%, about 92% of all asylum claims were confirmed to be bogus, garbage, not real. No basis to it besides the fact that I just want to come to your country and take stuff. That's it. They were deemed 
No. Everything you're saying is a lie. When you look at the hordes, the floods of migrant caravans, <laughs> the majority of it are young males. They're not like a bunch of uh, elderly people uh, trying desperately to get away from war. That's not what's happening here. And it never has been happening. And the only reason we're talking about it now, the only reason we don't have a wall, the only reason we don't have normal border protection like every other country on the face of the earth is because of political correctness. If you can believe it, believe it. That's the only reason. The color of these people and where they're coming from is the only reason. The fact that the majority of illegals are criminals or leechers or big problems to pose big problems to this country for a variety of reasons, those facts are well established. We have the statistics for those. Instead, we go and find the minority and focus on the minority. You know, the ones that come here and do the right thing. Of legal migrants, I don't doubt that they are in the majority. Of illegals, they are certainly not never have been. What would be the point? Again, think logic. There's absolutely no reason to jump the border and evade all forms of authority unless you have a reason to, unless you have something to hide. Because we have the easiest damn immigration laws in the world. By far, they're a joke. Ask anybody who did it. They're a joke. You have to go through, jump through some hoops, and there's a lot of paperwork, and it takes some time, and you blah, blah, blah. But you end up in this country regardless, and you're free to do what you want to do. There's no reason to avoid it. It doesn't cost you anything. All you have to do is go through the process and try to get here. The cost of travel, I suppose, legitimate travel, and legitimate housing here. However, all of this is just normal functioning for every other country. And the only reason we don't talk about it, the only reason we don't enforce it, the reason we don't enforce uh, immigration and citizenship law now is because of political correctness, because all they can scream about is racism. That's it. That's the only reason. And it has a huge impact on our day-to-day -day lives. The Uvalde shooting. The Texas authorities just released a report that said this is in, in part due to the border crisis. Because the response to the alarm at the school might have been met with a little bit of disinterest, a little bit of cry wolf, because it happens so often. The number of bailouts in that area, bailouts being human traffickers running from authorities, that has skyrocketed, again, because of the border, border crisis. It's not just, they're not, they're not like legal residents living in Texas running from authorities. Those are illegals, human traffickers running from, from, from the cops. That's all it is. And it has increased so much that campus lockdowns and school security alerts and all that have skyrocketed this year. So when they got another one, it wasn't like a surprise. It wasn't a giant, you know, oh, well, here we go again. That's really what uh, the initial response may have been. It was sort of, a okay, well, you know, we get a lot of these. Um, and, you know, who knows what it could be, but we could probably guess. They were wrong, and the whole situation was a tragedy, but that contributed as the authority said. That's just one of countless examples. That has the worst, one of the worst uh, uh, end results, of, of course. However, we can see it in our day-to-day -day lives. The sheer number of angel moms, for example, those who have lost uh, loved ones because of illegal immigrants being in this country. You, I know the liberal media wants you to think there's like 10. There are thousands. There might be tens of thousands, actually. I think there's more than that. And this just continues to happen. Now, apparently, those lives don't mean anything. Those lives we're not even going to talk about or address. 
for criminals that absolutely should never have been in this country, for the revolving door of justice, not just for uh, criminals, by the way, uh, from other countries, but ours as well, refusal to lay down the law and stick to it, again, because of political correctness. If all these people were white, we wouldn't be talking about this. That's just the way it is. Look at our health system. Let me shift gears for a little bit here. Now, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but you should probably take a look at your insurance premiums when they are renewed this year. They are rising at a rate that we really haven't seen. You can blame COVID if you like. It was happening long before COVID because we are a critically unhealthy nation, both physically and mentally. And because we're in a socialist medicine structure where everybody has to pay for everybody else, insurance premiums are through the roof for everybody. And it runs counter to all logic. It runs counter to all business. In the auto insurance world, if you drive safely and you don't have tickets on your record, you don't have accidents and you don't have problems because the insurance company did not you know, pay out anything in the way of claims for you, your rate will be quite low. It will be normal. It will be a fraction of what somebody else's might be who has a lot of those issues on their record. Now, that's how insurance works. However, of course, because we shifted gears to saying that those who have these medical problems, suddenly it's not their fault. We've been saying it's their fault for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, saying if you are a health risk and you did this to yourself, you are going to pay. Not everybody else. Even before the concept of insurance was, uh, was invented, it was pretty clear you hurt yourself, you do things bad to yourself, voluntarily, you're going to pay. You're going to have to deal with the consequences, both physically and financially. And, you know, there's a reason why, you know, the, the health insurance, life insurance premiums of, of a stuntman, you know, they're, they're sky high, they should be. If you're somebody who's a thrill seeker and goes and jumps off cliffs and hang glides and all this stuff and does bungee jumping, you know what? Probably should be higher for you too, even if you haven't gotten hurt yet. You will. You might die. You are a bigger risk. There is risk assessment in these, or at least there used to be. The fact that my insurance premium, my half, let me say, will be around $400 a month uh, coming up for this premium. And my employer obviously said that that means that between, there were several plans to choose from, even the cheapest was about $325 for my half. That means the cheapest is six fifty a month. These are just regular insurance plans. They're not the premium, pristine Cadillac insurances that all state and federal workers have. They live in an alternate universe and don't live in reality and should shut their mouths about how this works because they have no clue. This is for everybody else who's going to have to deal with this. Now, my response to this was no. I'm not doing this anymore. I've been robbed at gunpoint for too many years now. I don't use this. I never use this medical insurance. Why am I paying for it? I understand the concept. I get it. For catastrophic occurrences, yeah, well, you know what? I'm playing the odds on this one. I'm not, I don't go, you know, on years that I travel, I, maybe I do want insurance, but you know what? It's up to me if I have that insurance, first of all. And second of all, most of the rest of the time, I, I work from home. I, I, I don't drive very far. I'm never, I don't live in an urban area. I'm never in a situation where it's, it's dicey for my health or it, it's just, 
I very rural area. What do I do? I garden. I, I ride my bike. I, I exercise. I do. I have a lot of hobbies, none of which are dangerous. And I am in very good condition because I choose to be. And you are in very bad condition because you choose to be. Now, are there plenty of physical ailments that are not that are beyond your control? Of course there are. But the vast majority of what we're paying for, the vast majority of the people sitting in an emergency room right now are there because they're fat. That's it. That's just the truth of the matter. A lot of people who are overweight don't even get that their weight is contributing to just about every single ailment they have. They can't even see it, and apparently doctors don't want to tell them. Fat people complaining about their knees hurting or having to have a knee operation boggles the mind. You don't make that connection? What about your back? You don't make that connection either? They don't make any connection to high blood pressure and cholesterol and all these things that we've all known about. Things that make your life kind of miserable, that make you very unhealthy, that make you uh, very vulnerable to things like major viruses. When COVID first hit, the uh, statistics, which they quickly squelched but came out before anybody could really stop it, was that over 90% of all fatalities uh, with the original Delta strain were people who had significant health issues prior to getting COVID. And all of those health issues were related to being fat. One of the reasons why this country had one of the worst mortality rates in the world is because we were fat and awful, in awful condition going into it. The, it was, a, it was a, a red flag. It was an alarm for our general health. It wasn't anything else, and we're not responding to it because we let Big Pharma take control, and just like with everything else, all they say is take a pill and everything will be fine. They don't tell you anything about treatment. They don't tell you about, about altering your life because you absolutely have to to be in better condition to fight these things better. It's not that you're not going to get these things. It's not that you're ever going to be shielded from these things. You want to shield yourself, you get yourself in good condition. To hell with the goddamn vaccine. That is causing all kinds of problems that they're also not really talking about right now, but I'm not even going to get into that. What I'm going to get into is your general health. Now, how does physical, how does uh, political correctness affect this? It's the same thing, right? We don't want to make people feel bad. God forbid we hurt their feelings. Hence, we're going to say that everything that they do is no bearing on them. It's not a reflection on them. It's something they can't control. It's a disease. In that way, health insurance must react to it. And they're forced to cover it. And everyone else must pay for it. Because that's what socialized medicine is. Everyone pays for everybody else. Which doesn't work in a critically ill culture as we're seeing. There are going to be millions who are without insurance like me over the course of the next few years and, and beyond because they simply cannot afford it and it makes no sense and they are the ones being punished because they're in perfectly fine condition. Why they are paying for about the 20% or so who are draining every last cent out of the medical establishment every year makes no logical or mathematical sense besides political correctness. That's it. We didn't want them to feel like outcasts. We wanted to normalize the fact that they're all overweight. We wanted to normalize obesity and we've done it. We wanted to make it so anybody who says anything against it is a bad person. When in fact, all we're trying to do is save the damn society. No, fat is not healthy. No, it's not. In no way is it healthy. It hurts you, it hurts everybody around you. That's the key part, the everybody around you part. You think you're paying for your medical bills? No, your insurance doesn't pay for your to anything. We're all paying for it. Our insurance premiums are sky high because you couldn't put down the fork 
That is the reason why. It's not because we're all, you know, it's cases of uh, cancer and leukemia have just thrown, flown through the roof. And a lot of that, by the way, is uh, preventable on our side, you know, smoking and all of that, for example. But even that, even if you allowed that to continue, even if you said, okay, we'll still protect, we'll still cover those on that side. And, and the only ones we will not cover are the ones who ate themselves into a coma. The only ones we won't cover are those who are significantly overweight and in a danger zone. If you removed that group and said, no, you're going to have to pay for your own medical bills when it's because if you have an ailment related to weight and that's easily confirmed, that will not be covered. Right now, if you remove that from the uh, from the the matrix, from the health matrix, watch how fast everybody's insurance premiums dive. When I was in college, a normal insurance premium for a normally healthy uh, individual in their forties was like 150 bucks a month. Yes, I know inflation is involved, but the fact is where it is now four, five, six times higher. The only reason that's there is because we're in such bad condition, everybody has to pay for it. If you took out that, if you took the political correctness out of this and faced up to the facts of the matter, which every single statistic we have proves that being overweight is a problem and causes health problems and is entirely preventable, treatable, and fixable on your own. Because of that, that should not be covered by any sort of insurance, ever. That is you. That is you, and you're going to pay for it. You watch how fast, not only will insurance premiums come down, but wait a second, watch how fast people start taking care of themselves. Watch how quickly that without a net to catch their fat butts from collapsing, watch how fast they start to go, okay, i, I got to do something because the entire world's not going to pay for my life anymore. That if I come down with something really bad, if I have to have, you know, a major bypass, it's cost tens and thousands of dollars, I can't afford that. And that's going to be a problem. Maybe you should freaking fix it. Maybe a society as a whole will clamp down on this and begin to make sure that this is a part of every child's education, that it is a part of their lives, eating and fitness and general well-being it should all be there it should be part of it that's one thing we should have in schools because it needs to be addressed at the core bottom youth level from there on up right instead of telling everybody that oh you're fat you're good with it everybody should be good with that love who you are this bullcrap that's what's killing this country and again all because of political correctness that's where we sit I was 60 pounds overweight too. I know a lot of people that were and decided to take it upon themselves to lose the weight. You know what? What you're doing is an altruistic thing. It's not just about you. It's about everybody else. Because we are in a system where everybody has to pay for everybody, you taking responsibility for your health is helping everybody around you. You ignoring that is hurting everybody around you. The fact that somebody who is a walking medical nightmare that is 450 pounds, has already had three heart attacks, has, ever, has 20 different ailments related directly to their weight, the fact that their insurance premium is the same cost as mine is completely wrong. There is no justification for that, no rationale for it, no reasoning, nothing that any intelligent human being could ever accept. Because it'd be one thing if you were born that way. You're not. 
We all have natural things. We're all predisposed to certain things. They can all be fixed. This didn't just, this disease didn't just miraculously appear in the past 20 or 30 years. How did humanity go all this time, literally thousands of years, and not have this problem before now? Gee, I wonder. It's not a disease that popped up. It's a disease of society that popped up. And then we, instead of just doing the work, which we refuse to do because we don't do self-discipline, we don't do uh, any sort of uh, willpower or work ethic or responsibility for our own lives. We don't do that anymore. And we just turn to governments and everybody else to take care of our lives. Because of that, and because we're so dead set against hurting people's feelings, because and by the way, the, the other uh, side result of that is people becoming like the snowflakes there. They can't handle anything. And nothing. They have no spine at all. They've never been told no in their lives. They've been told they're perfectly fine from the instant they're born, and yet they are so fragile that they just fall apart when they can't you know, lace their shoes. So it didn't work. This whole idea of telling everybody that everybody's fine, patting themselves in the head, regardless of how sick and twisted and dysfunctional they want their lives to be, of how fat they want to get, of how unhealthy they want to be, and telling, oh, it's okay, it's all your choice. No, it isn't. It's not your choice. It became part of my life when I had to pay for you. And that's the same thing for everybody around. It also goes for the border, right? You have all these people flooding in here and causing all these problems. It's This has nothing to do with them anymore. This is the effect it has on us. This is the effect it has on this entire country. We can't very well support every last one of these illegals if the country continues to crumble. And they're contributing to that crumbling. Apparently, they don't see the logic of this. This is very simple. Political correctness has eroded away the foundations of what was once a civilization. What we had to do on a daily basis where we had to get up and function. We no longer have to function. Or we're telling people they don't have to function. They don't have to work hard. The employer needs to cater to every whim that they have, and the employer will always be in the wrong. You don't have to be a healthy weight, because anything, so long as you feel good about yourself, what difference does it make? Forget that everybody else has to pay millions of dollars in order to support you because you chose that path. Forget that everybody else is getting rich on you, essentially, like psychiatrists, for example, because you're a freaking mess in the head, like trans people. We're not going, we're going to ignore the fact that these people, the, they're four times more likely to be in a psychiatrist's office, four times more likely to be to have anxiety and depression and a million other things that, by the way, uh, were originally seen as gender dysphoria and was in the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual for Psychology. It was in there because there were studies and had facts behind it that said this is a disease and can be fixed and probably should be because these people are miserable and are never going to be happy. We want to help them. You don't. You want to reinforce the sickness and the twisted and the dysfunction and tell them that everything is fine. And that makes you a better person than those of us who actually want to help them be a happy, healthy member of society. See, in order for that to happen, in order for us to instill that in people, there does need to be some discipline. There needs to be some stepping down on feet. There needs to be a, like, okay, a line, actually several lines, as in you don't cross this. Okay, you want, it, you want the society to function. We're going to have to function as humans who have some limits, who obey some rules, who aren't fathering 400 kids, who aren't aborting 400 kids, 
who aren't just general pigs because they think they have the freedom to be pigs. You don't have the freedom to be a pig. You're part of civilization. You don't want to be in a civilization. You may leave. But if you're going to act the way you act and completely ignore the repercussions it has in everybody around you, you can't be here. The reason why we all clamped down on this before, the reason why people, and they said that was like puritanical, the reason why that was there so they could have a civilization is so humans could rise above the animal kingdom because we had rational thought, because we could cogitate, because we could be civilized, because we could take it upon ourselves to make ourselves better than the average animal. Instead, you want a complete regression. Do what I do, however I want to do it, be as much of a twisted, dysfunctional pig as I want to be, and everybody else is going to pay for me and pay those consequences. Society pays the consequences for your life decisions because you are a part of society. That's something these liberals have never understood and apparently just refuse to accept. But anyway, I wanted to get the political correctness thing out there. The message needed to be sent. How lunatic these people are. I mean, these people are nuts. The fact that they're willing to accept political correctness in, in the face of every other fact and common sense law that we have that has sustained human society for hundreds and hundreds of years. Not just this country, but everywhere. They want to throw it all away so people don't feel bad about themselves. That's the bottom line. It, it seems impossible that that could happen. But it has happened. And the result are complete basket cases of individuals, especially in the 20s and 30s, who are useless and are in the worst physical and mental condition that humans have ever been in. This didn't work. It doesn't work to have no laws to have. There needs to be some shaming here because without it, society crumbles. That's the way it needs to be. So anyway, that's it for me. Uh, and I hope once again that I've, I, again, I'm, I'm probably saying things that most people have thought at one time or another. Maybe just a quick uh, idea that flitted in and out of the transom of the brain. It was there, but they didn't quite seize it, or they don't really have time to think about it much. All I'm doing is elucidating some of that. All I'm doing is, is bringing some, uh, some of that to the forefront and saying, you know, a lot of people feel this way. A lot of people think this. They're just, I just have to say, I just have to put it out there. And we'll go, oh, well, that just makes plenty of sense, or at least I hope it makes sense to you. I can't see it any other way. It's just the way it is. So that's it. I appreciate your time as always. Uh, feel free to share my podcast with uh, friends and family. I don't do any uh, explicit language, and I don't take any of your personal information. Uh, so that's always safe and always good to know. That's it for me, and I'll see you again next week. Thank you.